Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, are you feeling a little bit anxious this morning? Here we are at the beginning of the fourth week of classes this spring quarter. Midterm tests, projects, and papers are just around the corner and they may require a little bit of extra time and effort on the part of the students who have to complete those tasks and on the part of the professors who then have to grade them. For those awaiting placement and vicarage or internship assignments in just 23 days, the next few weeks could be a time of anxiety for you as you prepare to hear exactly where the Lord will use you in his church. Certainly, the economy is not helping any financial anxiety that you may be feeling right now or in the weeks and months ahead. Or maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious because of some medical condition that has entered your life or the life of one of those you love. Perhaps your mother or father or even your sister, brother, or another close relative has been diagnosed with cancer and you just aren't sure if they are going to make it. Or maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious because you just don't know what to do to help. Well, what happens to your body as this type of anxiety continues to build inside? Perhaps your heart starts pounding or your stomach becomes upset. Maybe you feel like just screaming at the top of your lungs to help release some of that tension that you feel inside. Perhaps you're overcome with tears and with trembling at the uncertainty of what may lie ahead for you or those you love. You are in the midst of distress. And in this crisis of distress, you may question God's love and faithfulness for you, his child. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. This is what the writer to the Hebrew states in our reading this morning. The writer is alluding to the anxiety that our Savior felt in the time of his earthly ministry, praying with loud cries and tears. That certainly sounds like anxiety to me. But the distress that Jesus felt which led him to pray to the Father in this way, was not because of any uncertainty that he felt or knew about his future, as our anxiety often is. No, Jesus Christ knew what the future held for him. He knew that he was going to suffer and to die. And he knew that his suffering and death would come at the time appointed by the Heavenly Father. His anxiety was not about the uncertainty of his own future, 
But rather, his anxiety was about having the Father's face turned away from him in the midst of his suffering. And so, in his crisis of anxiety, Jesus prayed. The prayers in the Garden of Gethsemane provide a glimpse for us into the inner anxiety that Christ truly felt as the time appointed by the Father drew near. Here in the Garden, Jesus prayed that this cup be taken from him. And yet, he prayed that the Father's will be done regardless of his own anxiety. In the hours that followed those prayers in the garden, Jesus maintains his determination to fulfill the Father's will. He's arrested. He suffers at the hands of men. They shame him and beat him. And then they lead him to a cross where everyone can see exactly what the source of his anxiety is. The Father's face is turned away from the one who is his Son. Why? Why did Jesus have to endure such a thing? The writer to the Hebrews points out that this is exactly how Jesus Christ experienced the human condition firsthand. Had he been shielded from anguish or sorrow, he would not know what it truly meant to be human in a fallen world. Had he been shielded from suffering, his incarnation would be incomplete. Had he been shielded, he could not be our great high priest. There are two qualifications that must be met in order for one to hold the office of the high priesthood. The first is that the high priest must be called by God to that office, as Christ certainly was. And the second qualification is that the high priest is selected from among men so that he can represent mankind before the Heavenly Father. Being selected from among men includes being able to deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward, since the high priest himself is beset with weakness. Christ's suffering and his anxiety Mark him as one who is truly from among men, beset with human weakness and incredible anxiety. And yet, in all of that, without any sin. Because Christ has met these qualifications for the high priesthood, he acts in every way as your high priest and mine. As high priest, he stands before the Heavenly Father, interceding on your behalf. As high priest, he offers the perfect and complete sacrifice for sin and guilt. His very own sinless and guiltless body. 
as we reflect this Lenten season on the fulfillment of the Father's plan of salvation, we are reminded once again that Christ truly is our high priest. As one of us, he experienced sorrow and pain just like you and me. He experienced temptation and frustration. And he experienced anxiety. And so, in our anxious moments, whether we're anxious over responsibilities for class, anxious over the upcoming call day or the financial pressures that you may be facing, anxiety over a medical issue or whatever is weighing on your heart, in these moments, our high priest is doing what he has been called by the Father to do. He is standing in the Father's presence, pleading and interceding for you. In the name of our high priest, Jesus Christ, amen.